Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This is choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is, a Friday, the first day of September, 2023. Chile, chile, chile. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that same number to get in on the text machine. Get the podcast on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. We have the new BS Uncensored podcast that's up there, and today... We are releasing FBI Fridays with our friends from the FBI that uh, we recorded this week. It's actually a really, really good episode uh, with uh, with them talking about special victims. Yes. Which is, I mean, if you're into that kind of stuff, you're, you definitely d- dig this episode of uh, the BS Uncensored. Uh, at Listen to the BS on social media and at The Bailey Show on uh, YouTube, where you can get the video version of the podcast as well. Uh, so we've got our final pair for this week, at least, of Aftershock passes to give away. I'm sure Aaron will be calling us at about 8 <laughs> o'clock. I've, Before the end. You know, I've been doing this job for, for, for a minute, and I don't think I've ever seen one individual call so many times consistently and lose <laughs> right. for a pair of passes. Like, really. I mean, right. it's like, hey, I'll call back tomorrow. Sometimes people do. Sometimes people don't. They forget. They don't care. Whatever the case may be. This dude has been spot on every day making sure he is first on the phones for any of the little fun games that we play. That's the kicker right there that he's able to get through every day. And he loses. He does. <laughs> like the guy it, the guy can't win. You know, and, and most it's I mean it's literally 50-50. It is most of the time. Can but you, if he listened to me on some of them he would have won. He would have won yesterday. Yes. He listened to you all the way through nothing all the personal. Way to the last one. All the way to the last one. <laughs> and he goes against you for whatever reason. And he loses. He does. I mean, can you imagine that guy was at uh, a, a roulette table? And he's no. just doing black and uh, black and red. And every time it's the opposite. I mean, this would be this would be eight days. I mean, yeah. he would have lost eight times in a row. It's almost statistically impossible. That's what I'm screaming. <laughs> yeah. I, know, I mean, that's like bad luck. Yeah. Really is bad luck. All right, so I got something that's going to blow your mind. What's that? Uh, and this comes from my mother. My mother texts me this morning. And yeah, you, a lot of times when she texts me, it's just very random things. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's on her mind. She has to get it off. I guess. Yeah, well, that's how it works. They just it? think about it, and they have to tell you so they won't forget. Okay, I, I can buy into that. Mm-hmm. Like she texted me the other day a picture of the house that when I was born she brought me home to. Oh, she just wants oh. you to have that okay. for the just in case. I'd never seen that house in my life. Huh. That's why she sent it. And then there was a very <laughs> long follow-up of an explanation of the house. Oh, okay. And what happened when she brought me home and my grandma and all this stuff. I'm like, cool, thanks. You know, so now you'll always know this story. Just ran. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, you're right. You're yeah. right. I, I, should, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't. Stop being so cynical, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, I've been away from her for 17 years, and now I have this. I didn't have this before, so you're right. But anyway, so very rarely does my mother bring me something of uh, 
like interesting substance for just everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a lot of the stuff she'll tell me is stuff that she heard on Facebook, which is false. She'll go, <laughs> you know, the political stuff and, you know, whatever. But this one, I'm, I'm very impressed with her. Blows my mind. And I don't know anything about this. And I tried to Google it, and I couldn't find anything about it either. Oh, so she gave you an exclusive. Yes. Okay. And, again, I do, this full disclaimer, full disclaimer, I don't know if today's the only day this works. She says today's the only day that this works. Okay, I'm ready to figure this do I out. Need to, do I need to? Uh... This is breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is fascinating. Okay, here you go. Uh-huh. I'm going to read it verbatim. You got a pen and paper? They do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Everyone is 2023 20, today. Add your age plus year you were born and you'll get 2023. 20, Doesn't matter how old you are or what year you were born, you'll still get 2023. All right. So here's my age plus the year that I was born. Well, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's taking you that long. To... <laughs> well, hold on. That's I'm not your strong sure suit. I'm, not get, I'm getting this right. Well, I'm oh. telling you what the answer is. It's 2023. No, mine isn't. All right. Yeah. Get, get, get. Oh, I got to put the whole thing. Okay, hold oh, on. Oh, boy. Yeah, I know, Nelson. I, I should have said, does everybody have a calculator or an abacus? <laughs> oh, now it works. Well, when you do math properly, it does. <laughs> well, it, I was just doing the last two. That was my problem. Yeah, so it, it works for everybody. <laughs> Did you, did you do your, did you need to write yours down Nelson? My age plus the year I was born. Yes. So you mean how many years it's been since 1982? I guess, yeah. So 1982 plus my age would then be the current year because Correct. that's how many years it's been. Yes. And that works every day of the year since the beginning of time. Oh, so it's not <laughs> Oh, that is right. So, that's how I calculate people's ages. Yeah. Gosh, darn like, it. It will always be last September 1st next year. If you take my age plus 1982, why you got to be that guy? Sure as hell. I swore. Why, sure as hell. Why, why do you have to be that guy? You, I, that, that, I, 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 figured, I figured you would kind of, you would get up on the, the hype train with me. <laughs> and now you got to be a Mr. Know-it-all and, ro- and ruin it for people like Nikki that were very excited about this, that just learned how to do basic math. Hey, dumbass, I know that. I'm not an idiot, but I knew she didn't know that. These are things that I shouldn't have to discuss. I don't like to discuss these things prior to the show starting. I expect you to read my mind and roll with the punches. Now what am I going to talk about for the next four hours? What a dick. Well, I wrote it. I got it. So whatever. He's right, though. By the way, you, you should not have... That much writing on that piece of paper <laughs> for that math problem. Listen, I have to do it my way. I'm oh, old school. Oh my god! Old school, like yeah. one plus one equals. Yeah. I mean, I mean, how <laughs> it was addition. It's not like it's not you like I get pen and paper. So I already had it. I wrote age, year, but. I was already writing. It's a figure of speech. Well, I did it. I wrote it. I figured oh. it out. Now he ruined my bet. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to Tahoe early. I'm sorry. Did you see him you all just, so that, proud you, over there? He's like, he was. oh, you got to tell us You know what? You're I look, know, dude. Come you're on. looking at this wrong. OK, 
Okay. No, I'm not. And I'll tell you why. No, I don't want to hear it. I'm going to tell you anyway. I don't. I'm not listening. <laughs> because you My headphones are, are a great actor. I know. I'm a so thespian. Well, don't come to me with an Oscar-winning performance and get upset when I believe that you don't understand what's going on. This is why we're all on strike right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because of your Oscar performances? Because No, because of people like that that ruin our performances. (laughs) We can't work in this environment. I've got to go out with my people and get me a sign and walk around with them. Pick it. All right. Well, I'm going to bring it up again. And when I bring it up- Shut up. Yeah, please. I'd prefer you just to stop breathing. <laughs> oh so I'm going to bring it up again, and we'll see if anybody else can get excited about it. Jesus. 916-909. I literally have nothing else to talk about today. 0985. <laughs> I'll bring up this gambling ring. How about that? We'll see how that goes over. Now, you know you got a problem. Actually, you know what? Do you have a problem, or are you really competitive? If you find things to gamble on that... Most people would not bet or gamble on, right? Right. That's the argument. And okay. this story, uh, what they decided to gamble on in their backyard, you might say they got a problem. All right, we'll tell you about that here in a minute. So listen to this. I'm going to blow your mind. If you take your age, you take the year. No, I'll wait till the 7 o'clock hour to try it again. Mind already blown. Uh, is it a problem or are they just being competitive? There's a very fine line. I have this argument with people all the time because I like to gamble and I like to do different things and I have an addictive personality for the most part. So when I'm in on something, I'm 100% in. I just don't tap my water or my foot in the water, right? And they're like, dude, you got a problem. Like, I don't have a problem. I'm just all in and I want to I do it 100%. These uh, people in Massachusetts, uh, two people facing charges after the cops said they busted them for this large-scale illegal gambling ring in their backyard centered around volleyball matches. Mm. (laughs) I think that means you have a problem. Well, okay. So I guess it started out as a very wholesome thing where they're playing uh, volleyball. Because, like, I can see this unfold. Like, you know, playing tennis, right? Mm -hmm. I've always always liked, and I've never played in one, and I I think there should be more of them. But like moneyball tournaments where people that wherever you play, everybody chips in $20 and does this. I can see that turning out to be something like this where and even the neighbors are saying it turned out to be something wholesome to a pure criminal element that's come in. <laughs> so, they, you know, they started playing volleyball in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Probably one night, a couple of the dudes playing say, hey, I'll bet, uh, you know, guys like to bet, you know, be competitive. Right. Put 100 bucks that we can beat you. Word got out that these guys uh, keep winning, and now they're up to, like, let's say, 1K. And then somebody's like, well, let me get in on that. You guys can make more money if you bring more people. And it just snowballed. I could see that happening. And then with that, you then bring in an element that you don't want in your backyard, but once they show up with their boys, you can't ask them to leave. (laughs) But it doesn't seem to me like he didn't want the element. It seems Mm -hmm. like, to me, he was the element, and he's all in on all the illegal stuff that he was doing. I'm going to disagree. I, I think this guy started it as something wholesome, as something pure, as just the fellas gambling. And then it got out of control as more and more people. 
I, I didn't know vol. I, look, I like to play a good beach volleyball game here and every now and again, but I did not know that it was that big in Massachusetts backyards. Well, not only, <laughs> and it's not even sand. Right, they're like on concrete. Yeah, he oh. paved his uh, driveway and made the whole thing concrete. But these weren't even uh, adults. Mostly, the uh, the neighbors are saying this was mostly kids who were playing these games. Yeah, the kids can be a bad element. Yeah, but he 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 made a concession stand and start selling alcohol. Well, that that's gets you there too. Yeah, this guy is not innocent. Well, that's 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 when he was just trying to super service clients. Oh, please, kids! <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, no. The parents coming to bat and watch him. Nah. Yeah, right. He's, he wants to take care of the parents. Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course. Tell me, there's an parent right now that wouldn't love to show up to a high school a gymnastics event and be able to grab themselves a a tall Coors Light or something. So, would you say that I have a gambling problem? No, I would. You would. I wouldn't. Right. And why would you say that? Because you go often and you take a lot of money when you do go. No, I don't. Not anymore. I mean, I don't want to say the number, but I mean, sure. compared to what? Well, I mean, I've, I I've think set, it's a lot of money. Look, I've said, I've, yeah, you compared to what you might bring, but you're not a gambler. Exactly. So, right, right. So you don't know. I mean, what I bring is nothing. Like, I've sat down at a Mississippi stud table. And watched people, I want to say laundry money. This hasn't been in Sacramento. This was years ago at a different casino. And uh, they would have uh, gangster rolls of 10K yep. in their in their cargo pants. And they didn't care if they won or lost. I mean, if they won, that's great. They get clean money. But if they lose, they didn't care. And they had these gangster rolls in each of their pockets. So they probably had about 60K on them altogether. Crazy. And they were, and at this casino, the the min bet was, I think, like, I think they even let you do a thousand dollars, so you could be four k deep chasing a straight or a flush wow. or whatever, and 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 they lose and they didn't care, and I'm sitting over here with my, you know, forty dollars, fifty dollars, <laughs> right? I'm like, you know, there's a lot. Why don't you just spread that around the table and let people that actually want to win and have a strategy, you know, let's work together, right? Let's be a team. Yeah, let's be a team with your money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> would, yeah. would you say you had a gambling problem? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because uh, I've seen people with problems. And if you have a problem, call that 1-800 number. <laughs> That's all. But I've seen people with problems. It, it, like when I used to play poker back in Orlando, so you know, Orlando did not have a poker room, so you'd have to go to Daytona Beach. Now I think Orange City has one. So in the state of Florida, it's a paramutual thing mm-hmm. where you have to have a paramutual in order to have a poker room, which means that you have to have dogs or horses. Got it. And then you and you butt it up there, even if it's sin, uh, simulcast it. Sure. And so I would I would get off the air. You know, I had a midday talk show. I'd get off the air at like three. I'd be in a seat at the Daytona Poker Room by four. And I would stay till probably two in the morning sometimes. And I would do this three or four times a week. You know, and I put in 12, 14, 16 hour sessions before. I know, but you pay your bills? Well, I didn't win all the time. A lot of times I was chasing to get back. Did you pay your bills? Oh, did, oh, did I, just in general? Yes. Oh, every time. Yes. Every, so you don't late? have a problem. Right. right. That, that, that's a good point Nelson brings up is I think you have a problem when you start substituting the important things in life uh-huh. with your gambling habit or hobby of whatever it may be. Okay. It, you know, I mean, it's not just about cards and dice and, and slots. It could be, you know, uh, working out. It could be um, going to play softball. It could be volleyball. I mean, it could be whatever. If you're spending more time doing that than the important things in your life, that's when it's a problem. Yes. And you, know? you Bailey, all the time say, 
you don't gamble with money you don't have to lose. That's my number one rule. And that, I mean, to me, feels like the first thing that says to everybody that you don't have a problem. If you say that and live by that. Right. Now, if you just said that but then didn't live by that, then I would say, yeah, you do have a problem. Yeah, and, and I don't go all the time. I go, you know. My mom was the same way. Once a week, maybe. My mom, we had two casi- we have two casino companies, essentially, back where I'm from. And one of them is Harrah's, now Caesars, right? Mm-hmm. And she didn't like to go there. It wasn't her favorite of the two casinos. But she would go there to maintain diamond status right. here in Vegas. Because she would, they would go to Vegas once a year. That was their something you'll learn this weekend. Okay. Yeah, you you will learn very quickly, uh, and you won't learn how the system works, but you'll learn about the perks because oh, she had perks, man. In about four weeks, you're going to start getting things in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's going to be a free hundred dollars to come back and play mm-hmm. slots, and you're going. Why wouldn't I drop two grand to go back for this hundred dollars? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's how my my wife and I always say. That's how they get you. Uh, that is how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> you know, that's how they get you. But I'm 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 with the guy that started it out. I think I think it got taken away from him. Yeah, that's bull. I would be in for that. I really do. But, Watch a little it, volleyball, drink a couple of brewskis. Nah, he was out of order. But well, see, yeah, but it gets to a point where you are wrong. I agree with that yes. too. But what happens is it gets so out of your so out of control and it takes over. So in this case, the guy I think started out it was just something innocent. He didn't start out to ha- like no guy says out loud I'm going to start an illegal volleyball gambling operation. <laughs> or did he? Was he some mastermind that came no, up with this super plan? No guy says that out loud. No. Right? It just it just doesn't happen. So I think he started it and it just it just snowballed and then when it got out of control, he's like, well, I've got to cater to it because. You know, I'm getting a rake from this. Yeah. So why would I not continue if I'm making an extra 5k a, m- a month? More than that, police busted him with 10,000 on him. Well, I'm just saying, just in general. Yeah. Let's say he's bringing in 5k a month. Why would you not do that? You get sucked in. Like the cops aren't going to bust me for playing volleyball <laughs> and some dudes in the back betting. He was wrong. 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 That's like when people have house games, they yep. don't think that they're going to get busted. And most of the time, they don't. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, cops are playing. To be honest with you, <laughs> right? You know. If but he the, hadn't have made his neighbors mad, he may not have gotten busted. That's where he screwed up. Yeah, yeah spread absolutely. the wealth around a little bit. That's where he screwed up. And that's why you got to, if you're going to do an illegally, illegal gambling operation, you can't be loud. No. <laughs> you can't park in front of people's driveways. Right, like you can't have a boom box uh, off or, or something you, like that. Or you grease the palms of your neighbors. Yeah. Invite them over. Be friends with them. He probably wasn't friends. That's why you're friends with your neighbors. Yes. Yeah. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where ice is falling in Cali. All right, we'll get you that. Big story from today here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. And thanks to good guys, heating and air, 530 good air. Get them out to the house. This week you're going to probably have to worry about heat. Yeah. And not AC. Chilly. A little chilly out there. 530 Good Air. First round of headlines, Good. A California couple have roof damage by way of an ice chunk. H1. Here, this huge boom. Uh, it was almost like a sonic boom. I didn't know, like, if a bear jumped on top of the house, but it was loud. 
She didn't know if a bear jumped on top of the house or if they had some type of home invasion going on. That's a couple in uh, Big Bear, California. That's down by San Bernardino. Uh, husband says he was outside doing some work in the yard, and all of a sudden they hear this big boom. He goes to investigate, and a large chunk of ice came right through their roof and landed into the attic. He called the police. They came out to investigate, and they still have no idea where this chunk of ice came from. Came from a plane. Well, here he's thinking it could have come from a plane, but the reason why he's not sure is because he feels like because of how warm it was, it would have melted before hitting their house. Oh, so he thinks it might come from outer space. Yeah. At first he thought it was a meteorite because it's ice. He doesn't know. Do they have meteorites in space that are ice chunks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all ice. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, it right? could be that. I, I mean, mean, they're not all ice, but yeah, a large portion of them are. I always are. think of them as rocks. That's stupid to think it was a bear. How many times has a bear been on a roof? Yeah, I don't know. Why would you say that? <laughs> Like you, it's your big break to be on the news, and you say bear on the roof. I thought it was the Russians. Like out of like, yeah, I, I would rather be. I thought we were being invaded by the Russians. Huh? Like that would be more interesting and believable than a yeah. bear jumping on your roof. That's silly. Well, they may live in an area where that's common for bears to be just. In just because you live in Big Bear, you get to yeah, say bear everything. Every excuse you have is bear this, bear that. Oh, she did on my wife last night with a bear. Uh-huh. It's not my fault. The bear made me do it. <laughs> I was late to work. There was a bear in front of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everything is bear. Yeah, you know, uh, this has happened uh, plenty of times with the, the what is the, the like waste that comes from the plains, the blue ice? Oh, like from uh, uh, Joe Dirt? Well, no, it, it, it happened... Uh, like Dave Matthews, it happened. I think with their tour bus, but it's yeah. It, it, this has happened before. They We're, call it a mega cryo meteor meter. That's what it's called when it comes from a plane. Like they actually call it a meteor when it comes from a plane. Yeah, it's called oh. a mega no. cryo meteor. Ice balls from planes are known as mega cryo meteors. But are you talking about the dump of the that tank, or are you talking about ice that has just formed on the fuselage of a plane and falls? They're out? saying the ice that forms around a plane when it goes up to yeah. high altitudes and freezes. Yeah, that's no, not what I'm oh. talking about. I don't oh, okay. think that can't be real. They don't really dump that out of a plane, do they? I don't think on purpose. Oh, so you're saying it's an accident? Yeah, if they did it on purpose, it would happen all the time. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, no, no, no. But it, it's because because this is not new. This is not something that's never happened before. No, it has happened before, absolutely. Yeah, so I think it's uh, plane duty. So, oh no! <laughs> what do you think I'm talking about for the last five minutes? Are you even paying attention today? It's ice. Yeah, I. It's high up in the air. Ew! It wasn't brown though. I saw the picture of it. Well, it would be clear. blue. Yeah, it'd be blue. It's the blue. Ew. I don't want to talk about that. How do, why, do, why are you talking about that? You don't even like that kind of humor. Well, but, but it's your story because I'm trying to bring some context to your story. And he's talking truth, not humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried to bring it into humor. I brought up Joe Dirt because it's a big portion of the movie Joe Dirt. Who was the Dave Matthews from the bus, right? That was they dumped the bus on a bridge and there was a boat under the bridge. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's a bad day. Yeah! When you're, the, day. when you're in the receiving end of it. It was a bad day when anything comes through your roof, right? But it's a really bad day when you're under a bridge. Bridge. Oh my God. And you get splashed with that. So. In aviation, blue ice is frozen sewage material that has leaked, as Bailey said, mid flight from commercial aircraft lavatory waste systems. A mixture of what you think it is and liquid disinfectant that freezes at high altitude. The name comes from the blue color of the disinfectant. Like when you go into the, the restroom on a, on a plane, they have it's it's blue when it uh-huh. flushes. I never go in there. Ugh. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Too claustrophobic. Uh, the, the radio guy in Sacramento had to figure out your story, uh, people in 
black bear. <laughs> Sorry that the cops couldn't figure it out, but I got you figured out. <laughs> so this is uh, this is actually really I love learning new things. I didn't know this was a thing until uh, I read this story. But uh, this dude on TikTok brought it to light, uh, where he's got over three hundred thousand likes on this video that he had posted. This Daniel Bennett asking uh, a person off screen who identifies as a Trader Joe's uh-huh. employee if they actually flirt with their customers. And I never thought about this, but, you know, I don't go to Trader Joe's all that often. I go every now and then. But when you go, they are overly nice to the point where I guess people could think that they're flirting with them because that's the fine line that we don't understand anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Good customer service. Good customer service, Mm -hmm. being nice, or are you flirting? Uh, And uh, there's an answer from it for it. At least from the CEO on their company's podcast. Who knew they had that? What about strip clubs, too? Will you answer that for me? Because I think that. So that's where the conversation will go. Is <laughs> no, Well, not strip clubs. but You know, jobs that it's beneficial. Because there are specific jobs out there where I do believe they tell you to flirt. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially for women. Right. You know, they want you to flirt because you're going to get the business. And then from the consumer side of things... There are certain jobs that we will fall for, especially men, probably in that same conversation of what jobs there are, that when we think they're flirting, whether they're not, we're going to buy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all in, right? All right. 916-909-0985. You want to get in on this conversation? We'll have it here in just a minute. Hey, hey thanks for being here. A little chilly, nice little jacket weather this weekend. It's going to be nice. Maybe a little rain, which is uncommon. We didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, it's Nikki D. There's Nelson, 916-909-0985. Give us a like, share, follow, at listen to the BS on social media. Get our podcast on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, as well as our YouTube channel, at The Bailey Show. We release uh, a new BS Uncensored today with uh, FBI Fridays, our friends from the FBI Sacramento office, and it's a good one. First one's a good one uh, with uh, the special victims trafficking, kidnapping, and all that stuff. So if you like those types of things, and then we'll get back to having them on the radio show uh, here as we continue to uh, do some tweaks and changes. But not a bad thing, my friends. Not a bad bad thing. So I didn't know this was a thing with Trader Joe's. I know this is a thing in general as far as flirting. Flirting is very powerful. It's more powerful with women than it is with men, I would say. Uh, But Trader Joe's, you know, I shop there every so often, and uh, they've always got great service and, and all the good stuff. High marks for Trader Joe's. And they're very, very nice. I've never looked at them. I've never once walked into a Trader Joe's and felt like I was being flirted with. Me either. And I've mostly encountered women in there. I haven't seen too many men. But the times I think I have run into men, I don't think they were flirting with me at all. That's funny. The opposite for me. I see mostly men every time I go to Trader Joe's. Oh. Mm. Yeah. You know, I don't ask them for anything, so maybe it's just because Mm -hmm. I'm not engaging with them. Uh But according to this dude on TikTok, and he's got like over 300,000 likes on this video, he brought it to the world's attention that he's saying that Trader Joe's, they're trained to flirt with their customers. Which, uh, when I read that, I'm like, I find that hard to believe. I don't see any company specifically going on record to say you must flirt, at least in this day and age, Mm -hmm. you must flirt with, with the clientele. 
I, I think there are some companies in this day and age that might tell workers that. I just don't think it's Trader Joe's. And I don't think they tell them on paper. I think they probably tell them like in meetings. Yeah, there's there's, <laughs> there's no, and, and there's not going to be anybody else around. Uh-huh. There is no way in 2023 that mm-hmm. there's a company that puts on paper, you must flirt with the clientele. Right. It's just not going to happen. And uh, so there's the CEO of Trader Joe's, it's Brian Paul Baum, and he was on their company's podcast. He was asked that question. Again, this is a thing. Did not know it was a thing. He said, definitely no. We don't flirt. Of course he says that, right? Absolutely. And uh, one of the uh, well, the CEO um, of the San Francisco Trader Joe or Trader Joe's employee uh, confirmed that this is definitely not in the employee handbook. So to answer your question, got this uh, story from Care, uh, KCRA. It, they don't, they're not trained to do it, but there are jobs I believe that are benefit beneficial when you flirt. When you flirt, mm-hmm. such as uh, you guys already said the strip club one. I think yeah, that's a must. I think yeah, that, that um, is the job, right? Right. I think in the hotel business, it's opposite. I wasn't flirting with them, but a lot of men flirted with me, and I think that's to try to get the perks that I had of working there. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. Mm-hmm. Because I always think when people, especially women, claim that guys are flirting with them, and women do this to guys all the time, somebody's always flirting with me. Yep. I think it's (laughs) extremely narcissistic. (laughs) So define flirting. Flirting, by definition, behave as though attracted to or trying to attract someone, but for amusement rather than with serious intentions, like banging, Mm -hmm. right? So you're saying, and tell me why. Give me an example. What did they do to flirt with you that you think they, they were flirting? Okay, so the check-in process takes 2.5 seconds. I need your ID, you give me your information, and you're off to your room. There's no reason for you to remain after that. I give them all their information, give them their room information, and then they stay there at the front desk. And they say, oh, so, you know, how long have you worked here? Oh, do you live around here? What yeah, that's live? flirting. Uh, they stay there and have 10, 15-minute conversations with me long after I've already checked them. Why out. is that flirting? Because you're not, why are you trying to figure out all this information about a random employee? Exactly. I, uh, disagree, 100%. I ask those questions to anybody that I'm sitting there, if I'm in front of them, talking to them, just because I like to understand people. I like to get to know people. I like to try to figure something different out about that person that I might not know. That's that's the hell of it. No, right? it's not. You don't even like to do small talk. It's one thing to ask me a question and go on about your business. To stand and talk to me for 10, 15 more minutes, that's flirting. No, Post transaction. I, I, yeah. I, hold on. I do that often. I, I Yeah, I don't like small talk in certain situations. But if but you I, don't linger like you're doing your business and then you're out. You aren't lingering after to keep talking to people. No, that's not true. I might. I have. I okay. will. Because I'm curious. I'm just curious. Okay. But that doesn't mean I'm flirting. And this is this is the gray area, right? Because everybody's so sensitive. Uh, and and I would say, you know, when you say the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. I look, I, I understand what it is and why it was formed. But what it has become as is, is a narcissistic movement where it's all about me, 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 me. And what I think is the law, me, 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 me. That guy was hitting on me. He was flirting. He was inappropriate at the workplace because he said he liked my shoes. Me, 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 versus asking a question. That person was bullying me, 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 instead of going up to the person like they used to do back in the day, five years ago, and ask them a question. Hey, were you doing this? Is that and then, you know, and then you can go from there. People don't do that anymore. They just automatically assume. 
And then everyone and the rest of us, like myself, we're on our heels. You know, I complimented one of our coworkers the other day, her outfit. Uh-huh. And I consider her a friend. I think she's very nice. She's very sweet. I think she's very good at what she does. And went after, and she said, thank you very much. And she went to her seat and we went our ways. But I couldn't help but think uh, as I passed her that I hope she didn't think that I was being inappropriate. Oh, but just a compliment on right? an outfit. Right. If you, well, I mean, what did you say? Like, well, nice outfit or I like your outfit. Hey, those great, those are great jugs. Right. That's no, inappropriate. <laughs> but just to say I like your outfit, absolutely I not. you jugs. <laughs> I know. I said breasts. Obviously, you're God. a gentleman. I mean, more medical, dude. Please. <laughs> Give me a little credit, would you? <laughs> no, I, I think I walked by her and I said, I, you know, and then here's the other thing. I go, I go, God, that's a great outfit. You look great today. And then as you walk by... You know, it's it's like, well, did she not look great yesterday? I know that's the worst. You just have to take the the today out. Just say, oh, you look really nice, and don't say today, and people won't be offended. But, yeah, is but that, why does everyone get offended by the I today? Because then they automatically gonna be like, well, I was ugly yesterday, so I just take out the today. But is that flirting? To say somebody looks nice? No, I don't think so. I tell people they look nice all the time. But you're a woman. Doesn't matter. A guy does it totally different. Pig. You don't know the struggles that we go through. Right. <sighs> they are real. I don't that flirting yes. just for somebody telling me I look nice. You have to do you, a little on. bit more than that. You just gave an example of you said these guys were thir- flirting with you because they asked you how long you worked at the hotel. Hey, these conversations went a lot longer. I, I didn't get into the whole conversation that was had. I know when someone's flirting with me and when they're not. These men were flirting with me. You, I can give you another example. The maintenance men where I live. It doesn't matter where I move. They always flirt with me. Coincident. What, okay, how do they flirt? Okay, so the place I lived in Atlanta, when I first moved in there, the maintenance man comes in. I don't even remember for what. He then sticks around and says, your TV looks crooked. So I'm looking at my TV. I'm like, it doesn't look crooked to me. He's like, oh, yeah, whoever hung this TV up, they hung it crooked. But I can just stay around. I'm, I'm not doing anything right now, and I can fix it for you. <laughs> He's a maintenance guy. Oh, be nice. No, Fixing my you're TV being... is not required to be a maintenance man. All you have to fix is the toilet. You know, we all are a lot of things. Oh, my and, God. And I can, you know, you think I'm a lot of things, and I know you're a lot of things, but I never, uh-huh. ever pinned you as being a narcissistic person. I'm not a narcissist you, at all. If Nowhere you, near. If you think both of those things were flirting... <laughs> No, so You're is that a not narcissist. It seemed like to fix my TV. The maintenance man that seems like flirting. He was definitely flirting. So if and you, he stayed there for an hour. If you were in Nikki D's spot uh-huh. and it was a female maintenance person, uh-huh. and she said that you yeah. would think she was flirting, I'd already have my pants off. Now I'm being serious. <laughs> you would think she's flirting. Yes, to say that she was st- looking for things that aren't a part of her apartment job. Mm-hmm. No, this is that's not true. Absolutely, this is what you would say. I'm telling you what you'd say. You would go, you would hope that she's flirting, and then you would say, there's no way she's flirting with a guy like me. Fair. That is fair. <laughs> he's, so, he's for her, so for her to say, oh, this guy was all in, and you to go, same scenario, there's no way she's flirting with a guy like me. I know, but she's pretty, and I'm Ex- that's That's my point. Flirting is flirting. It doesn't matter who you are or what you are. Her story, flirting. Your story, not flirting because you don't have confidence. I was say, he doesn't recognize his flirting because I've seen he, women flirt with you him. You say he women flirt. They do not. They're You're no, absolutely say, right about that. Because Nelson is a mm-hmm. passive, aggressive, confidence person. Okay. <laughs> I give you that. Okay. That feels right. He says the things he says to set himself up for failure. <laughs> and then when it hits, he gets very excited.
But he's yeah. not a narcissist. No. Neither am I. Oh, yes, you are. Well, I think no, he was I'm setting not. you up to say you were. You, yeah, yeah, I'm not. You, I'm not going to say I am. You cannot spell narcissist without an N that spells Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. <laughs> See how they all tie in together? Yeah. No. I got something to blow your mind. If you take your age and the year. See <laughs> <laughs> podcast 6 a.m. 9123. <laughs> All right, I want to continue this. I got more on this uh, here as far as different jobs that especially allow you to, and it's called professionally flirty. Okay. That's the term, professionally flirty. 916-909-0985. If you're in a job that you have to flirt in order to make some gatuses, I want to hear it. If you've been gotten because they flirted, what did they get you for? All guys are suckers at some point in time. <laughs> Strip club's already off the table. Right. Can't use that. All right. Give us a minute here. Hang on. So this is what we've learned so far. Trader Joe's, as nice as they are, according to their CEO and uh, their employees, they're not told to flirt. No, not at all. The internet says that they uh, that's their gimmick. They flirt. That's why they're so nice. And that's the gray area. Because nobody knows what flirting is anymore. Yeah, because the the ladies at Chick-fil-A are overly nice. Nelson the other day said he thought it was fake. I don't think it's fake. I just think they're really nice people. And I agree with you. Mm -hmm. My pleasure, right? All the time. That's their gimmick. And now they compliment you, too. So she told me she loved my nails. She told me she loved my hair. That's all part of training. Well, yeah, but it's it's not flirt. I promise you. I didn't say that was flirting. I just said it was fake. uh, You know what? I... I mean, I don't think so. You know, I, I've got friends that work pretty high up with uh, Chick-fil-A. You know, it's an Atlanta-based company. But mm-hmm. there, there is, I mean, legit as you can get. Like, the, they are. when they hire people, they hire the right people. They vet them really well. Yeah, if you know, if you know any of the kids or people that work there, mm-hmm. they vet their background and they, 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 they don't hire dummies. No. Even the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really good kids. They uh, Good manners. They tell them the expectations <clears throat> of the job, and that's all they do. Right. Uh, some jobs that allow professional flirting, as it's called. Waiter, bartender, without a doubt. Absolutely. Right. Publicist, public relations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Event planning. About really? event planning, I wouldn't think of that as a flirtatious Which is job. Kind of weird if you have a wedding planner and she's flirting uh, with exactly right. <laughs> whoever's getting married. Sales. That's who got me. Sales. Sales. Mm-hmm. What kind of sales? I went into Sam's Club. This was years and years and years ago, and you know how they stand up and they try to get you to get the cell phones. Normally, I oh, yeah. brush the people off. No, I'm not interested. <clears throat> but this particular day, this guy was so attractive. He smelled good, and he just, it's just like he roped me in. And I left Sam's Club with a cell phone <laughs> that I didn't even need. He didn't flirt with you. He did flirt with me. What did he say? Here we go. Miss oh, Narcissism. Oh, my gosh. I'm not a narcissist. I think he was like, oh, who's your cell phone provider? And I did oh say, my God. I already have a the cell phone. No, thank you. Guy. No. I said something like, I already have a cell phone. You know, something, something. No, thank you. And then he's like, yeah, but if you get this phone or something, then I can call you or some kind of line oh he used. Oh my god! Yeah, he well. used some kind of line like that. Like then I can call you, and I did the little chuckle. Did you bring him like, up on rape charges? Of course not. Jesus, you're, Mary, you're, and Joseph, that is just uncalled for. You're being ridiculous. I know when someone's flirting with me. Okay? Oh my god! He brings up calling her on her phone. That's that's flirting. a flirt. Th- that's what you are thinking. 
If I go up to somebody and say, hey, look, you know, I could call you, blah, blah, blah. That's not me flirting. That's, that it could be a you joke. flirting. You have no business calling anybody. Oh, Jesus. He was flirting with flight me. Flight attendant is another one. See, I feel like flight attendants should flirt. I've never seen a flight attendant flirt, though. They're always so kind of mean. All right, so me. let, let me ask you this. If a woman were in that situation selling you the cell phone mm-hmm. at the Sam's Club, said the exact same thing, came across the exact same way, and she was a lesbian, would you, I mean, I'm not asking if you'd buy the phone because of it, because you're heterosexual, but I'm saying, would you say she was flirting with you? Absolutely. I've had plenty of lesbians flirt with me. Yeah. Well, humble brag. I'm attractive. And I'm just saying that to be true. I'm not being a narcissist or whatever you're saying. <laughs> I have been flirted, um, you know. That's a hard you. sell when you have to defend your I'm sentence. Not, because, because I just see yeah. how you're looking at me and you're like, oh, whatever. Like, no, I'm just saying it happens. God, I thought I left that person back in Atlanta. I didn't know I brought him with me. <laughs> whatever. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. <laughs> just because you and Nelson don't recognize when you're being flirted with, I just happen to recognize it. No, I can recognize. I'm yeah. not stupid. I'm not naive. Right. Okay. It just doesn't I, happen to me. I recognize it, but I don't chalk up every nice thing that somebody says, a woman says to me as flirting. I don't I don't talk up everything. I just gave you certain instances where I know it's flirting. People are nice to me, not all the time, but some of the times, and they're not but flirting. Here, I think I figured it out. You only think it's flirting, or you know it's flirting, in quotes, <laughs> is when you're attracted to the person. Um, no, because I, I, no, that's not true. Because I'm I, leaving. I don't no. know. You're probably good for this the day. This is the just sound go. of the mic dropping. <laughs> Go ahead and head to Tahoe, bud. No. You've earned it. Uh, you, thank you. You put a day in. No. Yeah, I appreciate you. That's no. my new contract. Hour and a half and I'm out. <laughs> Don't say no because that's absolutely true. You you paused, right. thought about it, yeah, and was... the more you're going to think about it, it's okay to say I'm right yeah. on this one. No, I'm not going to say not you're right on this one because <laughs> there have been times where unattractive <laughs> people have flirted with me, and I recognize it. I just didn't flirt back or give into it or respond. Doesn't mean I didn't know. I wasn't aware. So but no. it wasn't considered flirting because you weren't attracted to it. That's the thing, is that only people think that they're being flirted with is when they're attracted to. If they'll accept the flirt. And that's how women think that they get a pass to flirt within whatever job it is that they're in because they might not be attracted to the guy, but the guy is taking it a different way. I had this conversation with my wife. <clears throat> Real estate should be on this list. Yeah. And she would use words like, thanks, love. Okay, honey. Nope. Not happening. I say that all the time to people no. when I'm not flirting. That, that is unprofessional and uncalled for. And if you're in a relationship, you do not, unless you're 80, say those words. Yep. <laughs> because if a guy was getting off the phone with a, a female coworker or somebody he works with, says, thanks, love, or thanks, honey. You know, if we're going to live in this 50-50 BS twisted world that everybody wants, then that is going to be a problem he'd, with the chick. He'd be dead before he hit the floor. Exactly. I don't know. I think yeah. you're oh my God. With that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Did you wake up this morning having your liar yo's no. for cereal? <laughs> <laughs> Two scoops. <laughs> did you have a heart attack and need to be brought back to life with I a fibrillator? <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing that. I'm writing it down. <laughs> you got to give credit when you I'm use right. it. Though. I always give credit. I always give credit. <laughs> fibrillator. That's really good. I don't know. I just think you're being a little over the top. Fine. Me? People know when they're being flirted with. Over the top? And saying love or hun, that's just like saying boo now. Everyone says it. 
Yeah, if you're a ghost. (laughs) 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 All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? Right? No. Yeah, second. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you how a thrift store find got a woman six figures. All right, get you that big story here with your second round of headlines in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Good guys heating. Muy importante with the heating part right now, right? Very much so. Cooling.com. Good guys heating. Cooling.com. Go ahead. Being a thrifty shopper has paid off big time for a New Hampshire woman. H2. Every thrift store shoppers dream a big find for a little price. A Concord woman definitely hit the secondhand lotto at a Goodwill store. A painting worth thousands of dollars. Mm. This woman went into Goodyear, uh, Goodyear, Goodwill four years ago, and she spent $4 on a painting. Sorry, six years ago, she spent $4 on a painting. She went and tried on uh, online to find out if it was worth anything. She kind of joked out loud to her friends like, oh, I might have found something good or something worth value. She couldn't figure out what it was. She put it in her garage, didn't think about it. Well, she's getting ready to do a yard sale, so she pulls it out. She goes back on Facebook and posts it finds out she has a painting that's probably due to sell next this month in auction for $250,000. It's the NC Wyeth painting. So did when she put it on Facebook, did somebody reply? Yeah. Okay. Somebody it, responded to let her know what it that's was. That's what always cuz this is my dream. Like I want to find the decla- a copy of the Declaration of Independence behind uh-huh. a Like that's just I mean before I die, that's I I that's got to happen to me. Right. It's not really even about the money. It's just about the find. The find the of something find. rare. But with these stories, what they never do is tell us how the people find out about the value because people automatically assume that it's very easy to find the value of something. It's not. It is not. It is very, very difficult. You know, when uh, American Pickers and Pawn Stars came out, I, I did a, a bit on, on my radio show at the time called Junk and Treasures. And that's a really clever name. Thank you. And so, you know, we asked the audience, you know, you think you have something of value. And Mm -hmm. it was it was probably one of the more successful bits that I've ever done. Just uh, just flood it with emails. Right. Mm -hmm. And we finally found this guy that's, I guess, known worldwide. And he lived nearby. His name was Leonard. And he would dress in this top hat and this velvet jacket. and He would go to all these auction sites because he was just the man that knew everything about anything. And we got him to come in and, and, and do the pricing the and stuff. stuff. And it was really, really cool. But what you think is worth something usually is never worth something. And what you don't think is. Exactly. Oh. You know, it was very, very interesting. But it's not the easiest thing because then you can kind of get the trust factor. Like, say you have, you know, I think everybody's got old coins that have been passed down from generation. Mm-hmm. You go into, you know, Joe Blow's coin shop. They're going to tell you it's not worth much. or they're, And they're going to buy it yep. for whatever is going to make you happy. And they know it's worth millions. And they're going to turn around. <laughs> and I don't know what the rule is. I mean, if it's just an ethics thing. And I, I went to, I have a bunch of coins. I still don't know how much they're worth. I took them in, this was years ago, to a coin shop. The guy was like, uh, this is going to take me a while. Why don't you just leave them here and come back later and pick oh, them I up? Bet. No way. Yep. Yeah, not no happening. Way. Not happening. Let me just trust you. All right. This is that. So how much are you going to get, quarter mil? $250,000 is what they're thinking this painting is going to go for. And to think she sat on that for six years. Yeah, but you figure you'll get, what, like 200000 225 if it goes for that much? Just you'll get more than $6 that what she paid you for. You think? It. She paid $4 for, for it. For $4, exactly. sorry. $4. <laughs> 
my my mother, you know, I was hoping that my mother had something of value that mm-hmm. she was, you know, unloading on me as she preps for the afterlife, I guess, whatever it is she's doing. And so uh, so she gave me these two paintings. And, I mean, I like them. My wife doesn't like them. I like them. They're like clowns and whatever. And all these things that my mother gave me, she would text me, and she's like, you know that's worth $500. You know that's worth $600. Okay, what you think it's worth and what maybe the Internet says it's worth right. is not necessarily two what, you, what right. you're going to get for it. So they still to this day are sitting at a gallery in Marietta, Georgia, waiting to be sold. Well oh. over a year. You or think about maybe a year. it's location on that one? Huh? I said, do you think maybe it's location on that one? Like well, maybe no, we could move them faster here in California. Well, no, they sell them on the internet. But nobody's just buy, nobody's buying it. Mm. You oh, but so you still have yours. You're not saying those who she gave you, you sent to a gallery. No, those are the ones that are at the gallery. Okay. Yeah, they're selling it online. And by the way, if you ever try to sell a painting, so like this is something they're not telling you in this article. No, you're wrong. They're not going to get that much. The when when uh, galleries and auction houses sell this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. they get 50 plus percent. Well, that's why I was saying, would she get 200,000 or less than that? I didn't know what the percentage She's going to get a lot less. Like these paintings wow. that I had, they appraised them. Uh-huh. They're like a thousand bucks a piece, right? Which is pretty oh, cool, right? Okay, but, you know, yeah. I'd, I'd take that. Yeah. I would get maybe $200. Wow. Dang. Yeah. 200? They okay. get you. They get you. I got some racist salt and pepper shakers you can have. They're priceless, I found out on the internet. The Nobody old blackface. <laughs> those are collectors, believe it or I not. I know, but I'm not going to get I like, agree. No. I agree. I agree. I, you go to some of these antique places and you see some of this old racist memorabilia, or not memorabilia, just stuff yep. that existed, you know, like on the soapboxes, you know. Sambo the, yep. stuff. The Sambo stuff. Yep. I'm like, who in their right mind would display that in their house? Like, I don't even think an African-American family would display. No. Like, Look, <laughs> come on in. All. Check out my check out my memorabilia room. This is how it used to be. Uh, right. You know, <laughs> who does that? That's why I no never way. understood people buying like Nazi memorabilia. Exactly. Or even serial killer stuff. Yeah, as cool as it, the you know we're we're all into that stuff. Are you really going to display Charles Manson's underwear in your man room? No. I think some people will to believe it or not. And you have to sadly. Exp- yeah. You have to. Exp- mm-hmm. How much you buy that for? Oh, five grand. It's Charles Manson's underwear. You can see where it's stained in the front because uh, he pee peed himself. Uh, cool. I feel really uncomfortable in your That's room what right they now. think, though. They think it's cool. That's why they would do it. All right. I see you already lining up. I haven't seen Aaron call yet. <laughs> this is Aaron's last day. Where you at, Aaron? I don't know if we oh, have Aaron. Aftershock passes next week or not, but I know for this week, uh, our last pair of Aftershock passes, Discovery Park starting October 5th, whatever days we have left. You Every get to- day is still open, but Friday. All right. There you go. Guns and Roses, Avenged Sevenfold, Limp Bizkit, Pantera. Godsmack, Tool, Corn, more. All right, uh, we'll do a round of Game of Tones where Nelson has noises, sounds, tones, if you will. It's just me and Nikki D. So you can pick either me to play for you or Nikki D to play for you. Who won last week? I did. Nikki's going for a Tony Tone. Let's go. All right, and the category this week is? Game shows. Game shows. It's over with for you. (laughs) Okay. Please see 20 minutes ago. No, I'm not narcissistic. Nine one six nine zero nine. That's what this show should be like. One of those choose your own adventures. <laughs> yeah. Please see prior segment. Nine one six. Our podcast should be off the charts. Nine one six nine zero nine zero nine eight five. Start lining up, and uh, we'll do game of tones here next. Hang on. Oh oh oh! I know that sound. 
Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Tones. Welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. And there's Nick D. And there's Nelson. And we've got these Aftershock passes to give out to you. Game of Tones. Noises, sounds, tones, if you will, under the category of game shows. Yes. Game shows. R.I.P. Bob Barker. Oh, that's clever. Good. I like that. All right, Aaron. (laughs) Aaron in Woodland. How are you? (laughs) This has been the greatest thing I've done in a long time. Thank you, guys. You've lost for <laughs> for seven days straight. Eight days. Eight and days. And it's so entertaining. <laughs> Good All right. one. Well, this is your last. Th- I mean, I don't know if we have Aftershock Pass. I don't know what we have next week. But I know this week, this is our last pair of Aftershock Passes. So, who would you like to play for you? Don't let me down, Bailey. Let's do this. All right. Actually, you know what? For the bit, I might lose on purpose. Because <laughs> I've, I've never, in the history of my career, I've never seen one person call every day, get through, and lose. You have a 50-50 shot every, like every the way the way I've designed the games for this show is like to not make the listener think that much. Right. Right? <laughs> They're different than other radio shows. That's designed on purpose. And Aaron, you've just, you've figured a way to screw it up, so hang on. All right, uh, Teresa and Sack. Good morning to you, Teresa. Good morning. All right, you've got Nikki D, and she's going for a Tony Tone. She's on a hot streak. Oh, Teresa. Okay, hi. Hi. All right, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, buzz and sound. Faith. All right, I got a woo. Here we go. Game shows. What is this tone? Woo. Faith. Well, that's Bailey by a nose. Cliffhanger. And that would be correct. He even knows the title of it. Yeah. Hey, we just talked about that. <laughs> How about this tone? In 1804, an expedition explored an area from the Louisiana Territory Faith. to the Pacific. Nikki D. Is that Jeopardy? That's yes, correct. What lieutenant led that expedition? I give up. I second. You're going to count me down, or are you just going to sit there and listen to it? No, I was just waiting for you. I, was, I, I don't know. That would be National Lampoon's oh, European oh, Vacation. Oh. Why didn't you use the piggy, 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 piggy? I, yeah, I was using the, I was using a game clip. I thought because he says his name in there that, oh, would, that would be Boo a, on the clip. <laughs> huh? Yeah. There you go. What are you laughing about? He's got a point. Go ahead. How about this tone? Woo! Bailey. Damn it. Faith. Five. Relax. <laughs> oh, uh, $25,000 pyramid. And that would be correct. $20,448. That's what the big deal is worth. Selena gave Faith. Nicky D. That is let's make a deal. And that would be correct. Oh, good job. Nice to Damn. Jumped in too fast. I was about to say, is it the pyramid game? And I'm like, listen, listen, listen. Yeah. <laughs> How about this tone? Hey, how you guys doing it? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Hi. Hi, how are you? How are you? Good. We're going to go to 35th and 2nd. 2nd. Whoa. Bailey? Cash cap. And that would be correct. Uh, ben Bailey. Ben. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't think about that. How about this tone? 
the radioactive chicken heads. Oh, well, everybody if you ain't good, you're gone. Whoa, Bailey, the Gong Show, and that would be correct. Oh, I don't know that one. Like the chicken heads. <laughs> Had to wait for the Gong on that yeah. one. Yeah, you ain't good, you gonged. How about this tone? Whoa, Bailey, the, the music. That's uh. Five. That's the dating one. game. Yeah. That would be incorrect. <sighs> Five. Oh, you gotta let four. me hear the club. I waited music. three seconds before I started oh, that's counting how, that's him all off. all it is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bailey, you are available to get back in. Woo. Bailey. Love connection. And that would be incorrect as well. Mm. Nikki, do any other guess? If you stay no? in that... If you stay in that vein, you're not going to get it. It is the $100,000 pyramid. Oh, dang, you just said that. We should have we known that because that music is iconic. iconic. Yeah, we're idiots. Dang. How about this iconic music? Woo. That would be Nikki D by a hair. That's Jeopardy. And that would be correct. It's incorrect. It's what is Jeopardy. What? <laughs> no, the game's called Jeopardy. How about this tone? Point value is a triple fellow. That is family feud. And that is correct. Wow, I didn't hear that. How about this tone? I can't believe you're a professional golfer. Whoa. I think Bailey. Oh uh that's Five, uh, four, uh Happy Gilmore. And that would be correct. So Billy Madison Happy Gilmore. Uh-huh. Madison Happy Gilmore for his <laughs> productions. <laughs> Prices right on. <laughs> guys can have a stroke. How about this tone? Hey. Oh, Nikki D. That's Wheel of Fortune Wheel. And that would be Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> 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 that's improper English. That <laughs> <laughs> wheel in there. Yeah, that'd be the old Wheel of Fortune Wheel. <laughs> that's the old Price is Right Price. I heard it spinning. I heard it spinning. This tone? In the secret square. Whoa. The content- Bailey. Hollywood Squares. And that would be correct. Oh, that was good. Score. You have five? I have four. All right, 60 seconds. All right, how about this tone? Five. Woo! Bailey? Five, four. Deal or no deal? How? How did you get that? How? It's because I'm like that. Wow! Wow is right. How about this tone? Well done. Let's see how it holds up. Let's go over to Tom with 1550 and two spins. Tom? Ryder. Whoa. Bailey. That is Joker's Wild. And that would be incorrect. I saw you knocking down, Tom. Faith. Nikki D. That is uh, Big Bucks, No Whammy. Never heard of Fig Bucks. Give me the tone again. You have an opportunity in. Well, you're up now. It's open to anybody. Shut up. Oh, who? Bailey. That is, um, <laughs> what is the name? Five, four, three. Big bucks, big bucks, two, no, whammies. no whammies. One. Keep saying no whammies because you whammied right there. Nikki D, you got one last guess? No. She doesn't have it. That would be. Hey, 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 hey. Nikki D? Uh, pressure look. Oh, wow. At the, at the line, at the buzzer. All right, here we go. 20 seconds. How about this tone? Face. Whoa. And that would be Nikki D. Price is right. And that would be the Price is Right is correct. Score. Six up. Six up. 
All right, this is it tied? Yeah, we got tied. This is the last one. Okay, last one. How about this tone right here? What comic actor starred in the most successful money-making film of 1987, or you could take the physical challenge? Physical challenge. Beverly Hills Cop 2, Eddie Murphy was the man, and let's do a physical challenge for Sarah. Failing. Double there. And that would be correct. (laughs) That would be correct. I was like, I know it. Oh, my God. That's crazy. (laughs) That's it. Aaron, believe it or not, (laughs) you have won finally after two weeks of trying to get these aftershock passes. Congratulations, Aaron. Cinderella story, he said. What did he say? He said Cinderella story. (laughs) (laughs) All right, brother. Pick your day. Uh, Nikki will talk to you. Courtesy Danny Wimmer presents Discovery Park. We'll see everybody starting October 5th for... The big show, Aftershock. All right, Aaron, thanks for trying every day. We appreciate that. Uh, and I thanks for listening. Guys. All right, bro. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Teresa, we're sorry. We're it's sorry. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Have a good Labor Have Day weekend. Okay. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you. Bye bye. Right. So sweet. She was. She said today is her son's birthday. She's trying to win tickets for him. All right. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this story. I've got something else I want to talk about. Oh. oh. I, I think I figured something out. What'd you figure out? Nelson. Oh, no. We don't. There's no time. No, for Nelson today. <laughs> Literally, there's like two hours. We have no time. I think we're out of time. Don't you have to get to Tahoe? <laughs> so, I'm sick and tired of hearing more or less off the air. Oh my god! About these financial woes. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about them. Like, excuse me. <laughs> and I think I figured it out. Keep it up hey, over there. That. Give us a minute, please. (laughs) Nikki D's taking this nice long Labor Day weekend and taking her first trip to Vegas with her friends. Yes. It's going to be nice. You're going to have some fun out there. A friend time. Even though you're doing it wrong, but that's okay. That's the point of the story. (laughs) I don't think I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it my way. My, uh, well, you can't have a way if you've never done it before. It's an oxymoron. Uh, and then, uh, so my wife and I are going to do our first trip out to Tahoe, which is going to be nice. And Nelson is going to, I think, visit Rockland. <laughs> you keep saying that like I got gas to go to Rockland. Oh. <laughs> he might hit up Elk Grove for a couple minutes. He's going to stay. Bo- don't, don't get sad. Over I'm that. not getting sad. I had an itchy forehead. Not sad itchy. <laughs> so I think I figured this out. You know, I, I, it, I'm getting a little... I don't want to say sick and tired because that sounds rude. So get a little sick and tired <laughs> of uh, of hearing Nelson complain about his money issues. I don't know. Is it complaining or is he just informing us of what he has going on? Now, how can you say I'm complaining? You asked me why I was eating it. Okay, but here's the here's the thing. When it comes to money and someone asks you, you're supposed to lie. You're supposed to put on a happy face and you're supposed to say everything's fine. Uh, you know what? You my- lie to strangers. You don't lie to your friends. Well, who said I was his friend? I, I mean, knew well, you set him up for that. Okay, like, that's fine. Did you guys plan that ahead of time? <laughs> no, I'm honest. That's how I really the feel. The alley-oop. So outside of getting into the personal, because he's going to give me an itemized list of his bills, because I'm curious. I'm, I'm going to try to help him out, because I'm pretty good at numbers. But outside of that, I think I've figured this out. I think this goes, it's on par for his personality. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got tons of money. I would. I'd it, be very surprised. Well, here, hear me out here. He, he 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 does it for attention. To say he doesn't have money? Yeah, it, you don't you have you ever met that person 
that, well, we used to work with one of those types of people. Remember? Yeah. She was always broke, never had money, but she was always out doing things. Yeah. You know, okay, so they, they exist, right? But she didn't complain about it like how Nelson does. And I Oh, that is not true, Nikki D. No? Okay. She complained about it to me all the time because she always wanted me to help her with negotiations and whatnot. Oh, okay. So I think that he's loaded. <laughs> I, I think that he's a secret millionaire. No. And, well, see, he's got you fooled. He does have me fooled. If Nelson is a secret millionaire, then he has pulled off the biggest fooling of my entire life. He's like, he claims that he's eating, uh, you know, he, he eats off of, uh, burritos uh, for an entire month or something. I have, I've been making quesadillas. That's what I've been eating. But you saw when we were at the Airbnb, he really did buy that big bag of rice. He he really eats like that. Because he's baby man. Baby man hasn't grown up yet. <laughs> I think baby he... man's a 41-year-old stuck in a baby's body. That's why he's baby man. I am baby man. He just hasn't. He He's he's one. He's a movie. Like, he, he, he's not real. A Lifetime special? No, a movie. He just didn't say I was on some ancillary network. He said I was in theaters. Lifetime specials have movies. No, he's more, he's more of a streamer. Like, okay. he's straight to DVD. <laughs> <laughs> he's like that one movie that everybody kind of remembers a little bit and says you've got to see it once, but watch it high. I'm on Tubi. Yeah. Tubi! <laughs> the worst. But you know that person, right? That person that claims that they're always broke. And I think he does it for the hustle because I guarantee I know whenever he goes out with me, I pick up the tab. Yeah, I do. Now too. I pick up the tab with you, but I do that just out of respect. And I know you can pick up the tab. But I just do that out of respect. I appreciate what you guys do. Blah blah blah. You always pick up the tab for him because it, it you feel sorry for him. Yeah, because he's your make a wish. He's not my make a wish. Yeah, I every just day. know that he's having a hard time. And my grandmother taught me young, like you don't let people be hungry. You look like you have something to say. You look I don't so have anything. Angry. No, I don't have anything to Am say. Am I upsetting you? I'm no. not trying to upset you. I want no. you to enjoy Rockland this no. weekend. <laughs> uh, ass. I just can't believe you would think that of me, that I would be some kind of secret hustler. Like, you've seen how well I lie. So you're telling me that my poor lying is a part of that hustle because I would have to set the stage for how bad a liar I was to throw you off of thinking I was lying about how much money I have. Yeah, well, let me say this, a caveat to the to what I was saying. I don't think it's malicious. Oh. Okay, so I don't think you're like a, a, a mean con artist. Okay. But I do think that you don't tell everybody everything that needs to be told. Oh. No, if he's a secret millionaire, he's malicious, and well, I would be pissed. Okay, I'm joking about the millionaire. I'm not, I'm not saying he's malicious. I'm just saying that if, like, I'm watching him this morning, and it's actually very, and I like watching people eat, but this has been disgusting to watch. He's eating, he's eating these like brick hard quesadillas. Because I microwaved them this morning, and, but I didn't get back to it. And, and he's and he's slopping it in this Odyssey uh, appointed bowl because this company's really cool. They like give us actual silverware and plates and stuff. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, and and he slops it in this bowl. And I said, I go, what's going on? He says, I'm eating. He says, this is what I've been eating for the last couple of weeks. And I was like. What is it? <laughs> quesadilla. It doesn't even look like quesadilla. No, it's two tortillas with cheese in the middle. Looks like the, cheese. Looks like the Amazon boxes I broke down last night. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I'm like, what's in the bowl? And he goes, uh, it's a mixture of sour cream and like tapatia. Tapatia. Mm-hmm. And he's just but you don't eat like 
if you're in this job, you know, especially in his position, he's sitting behind a board, like mm-hmm. all the buttons that run the show, yep. and he's just sitting over there during the break. <laughs> it's gross. Yep. And like, you've been eating that for a week, and he goes, that's all I can afford. I buy all this, and I buy all this, and I buy this. I'm like, you know you can eat healthier than that, actually cheaper. That's a misconception that you have to have money to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, okay, well, tell me how to do that. I'm like, broccoli is very inexpensive. Throw it in the oven. Put a little parm on there, some hot sauce. I've just made you some homemade sriracha. Yeah. And then down it, and then you can, you know, like the best diet is supposed, I mean, like if you're supposedly p- broke, that's the best time to lose weight. To just eat some fruits and vegetables? Or don't eat anything. Like fruits. fruits. Don't eat anything. <laughs> just fast. <laughs> because on a hunger strike. Well, no, you don't have, to have a, like a reason, but well, you do have a reason. You're just justified. Like, dude, how'd you lose all that weight? Well, I couldn't afford it. I had to pay rent. Just drink water. Just drink water. Water and broccoli. <laughs> And then for fun, you go out for walks to Rockland. Yeah. Go out for From walks. From Arden to Rockland, I'm going to walk. But you notice in this conversation, right? Uh-huh. I'm talking about him. Mm-hmm. Steering the conversation. Right. Now, I understand I'm the host and all that stuff. Here I go hijacking him again. No, no, no. You did actually the opposite. Listen, feel, listen if, I, if I were talking about you, Nikki D, and I know you very well. I'd be going in on you right You now. would be going, like, you, absolutely I would, right. I wouldn't even be able to jump in you would mm-hmm. cut me off i would you would correct me i sure would you would give a different scenario <laughs> how, cr- how much did he talk he didn't say anything how many times have i started to talk and he said well no you that's gotta, not how it you is you have to defend yourself nelson and defend- plead your case about why what you're doing is correct why can't he defend himself because maybe he's conning us for real and he feels guilty Second oh time. my goodness you are on to something you're not you dial that way back. No, you you tell me I'll right take now that, that he's from him. wrong because you I'll haven't said one him. word. I'm not gonna, you, how deep are you in my heart? You think I would tell you that? You think I'm lying to you? What are you, 90? You <laughs> dial that back there, lady. You dial that all the way back to zero. <laughs> you dial it back over there. From him, I'll take it from him, not from you. I'll I won't take it, it from that young man, but you, young lady, I am not taking that from you. You dial it back a minute. I got yeah. him to talk. You dial it all the way back. Oh, baby man, get him. Old. Baby man, dial. <laughs> Old baby man. <laughs> Senior baby man. You want the, I'll, I'll show you the Wells Fargo account. Well, that's that account. Show me the one in the Cayman Islands. Oh, that has that. The hundreds of thousands of dollars you, in it. It's not like you can just wire. <laughs> oh, you can. I heard it. Heard it done. Oh. Mm-hmm. What she meant to say, she didn't actually hear somebody wiring it she meant that she heard that it can be done <laughs> what is that that's not like i actually recorded it on my phone a friend of mine was wiring the funds that came and i i heard it done the sound of it is just spectacular all right well he's taking us out to dinner soon oh hey good luck with that amazon box quesadillas and yeah. slop all right, third round of headlines. Uh, Nikki D, please educate myself, the masses, and Richie Rich over there. Well, I'm going to tell you why self-checkout could be making you lonely. All right, big story from today. Look how like, he's just rattled right now. He is. Because oh, I called him out. I'm the yeah. only person in his life that has ever figured this puzzle. You've exposed him. I've exposed him. Dang. Baby man is exposed right now. I'm like the, uh, what's the pedophile guy? Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. Yeah. Have a seat. <laughs> to catch a fibber. <laughs> Now run out of the room and let my guys tackle you on the gravel. I got to take my pants off first. All right, third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. 
All right, third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air, 530-GOOD AIR. 530-GOOD AIR. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed, and that is no BS. Nikki D. Self-checkout is making Americans lonelier. H3. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Is that the actual news clip? <laughs> no, no, that's my my song I wanted to play for oh, being lonely. Gotcha. What number is more lonelier than one? Self checkouts uh, account for nearly forty percent of lanes when you go to grocery stores and things like that. And this is according to Catalina Marketing. They're saying more than eighty four percent of Americans, however, prefer going to self checkout because they don't want the interactions with people. Well, a uh, uh, psychologist Tony Antonucci from the University of Michigan says that low-stake relationships like the ones between cashiers and repeat customers are critical for maintaining our emotional well-being, mental health, things like that. And I thought about Nelson when I read this story because we went to the grocery store the other day, and he said that's his number one thing when he goes. He wants to interact with the cashier to make their day. I love it. You know what? I'd buy into that. I I, I really would. You know, I think most people, uh, including myself, will say, I don't even want to talk to these people. I just want to get in. I just want to get out. Get in, get out. Uh, but there's something to be said. The more and more that we distance ourselves from human contact, mm-hmm. I mean, I know I sound nerdy right now, mm-hmm. but there is something to that where we we don't call each other anymore. No. Right? We don't visit each other anymore. No. We're not in person a lot of times when we visit. You know, and the, the rub is, well, the Internet brings us closer together because you can stay in contact with people, but yet we're really not connecting like we should Mm -hmm. be correct when i came in this morning you probably didn't notice but i was crying a little bit because a very close friend of mine i feel like i've been a bad friend because of what we're saying now i haven't picked up the phone i haven't called and her son passed away in march and i'm scrolling facebook early this morning or late last night one of the two because they ran into each other and i see that now her husband passed a couple days ago so i look at my text thread the last time I reached out to her was in March when her son died. But I haven't picked up the phone. I haven't called. I didn't do anything. And it's just been like weighing on me. Like we need to talk to people. So for the record, I did not notice that. And I apologize for not seeing that. And I'm very sorry about your friend. Oh, no, it's fine. Yeah. I just didn't know if you noticed because I kept using tissue. I did I not. I to hide it. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, you did a very good job. And, and I, from the bottom of my heart, I'm very, very sorry to hear that. Uh, I wish I would have known about it. I would have said something. You know, but that's a good point, right, is – is that we we have so much going on in our lives mm-hmm. and we just get distracted. Yep. And it's just an easy, you know, text here, text. Like, I, a buddy, my best friend, texted me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I was about to text him. I got distracted. I, it's, I didn't text him. I like to text people right back. Because yes, you, you know you get it. <laughs> and I expect people to text me right yes, back. You do. As yes, you well know. Does. Immediately. I think, Confirm. I think it's rude. Five exclamation points. Confirm question mark. Question mark. <laughs> right. That forces you to text me back when my, I put confirm or thoughts. <laughs> right. My favorite is like the timing of the confirm. Because sometimes it's right after. Yeah. It's like text message, confirm. And sometimes <laughs> it's like, you I know you have I can hear it in his head. I know you have your damn phone. <laughs> Three minutes has gone by, and he's looking at his phone like, why haven't I gotten it? Confirm. <laughs> that, by the way, is a true story. It is. <laughs> we will not lie to you. It is.
it absolutely is. That, that is <laughs> a true story. Could make that up if you wanted to. Now, I bet you if you took that survey from the, the shrink a little bit farther, uh, mm-hmm. with making people more lonely, uh, I bet you it makes people more angry as well. Oh, I bet. Oh, yes. see, they didn't even include that in here. Because self-checkout makes me angry. It makes me angry, too, yes. when it's not working properly. Right, you, you, because they're there... They want that, like they'll come over and they'll scan again. I don't want to go into it because that's my whole rub on this. Is that <laughs> I think I think they they pick people out me all the time and they think I'm stealing. See, mine is the opposite. No one comes over to me, even when my little red light is on, saying, "Hey, I need you to come over here and scan your little card." I have to find them, hunt them down, and that makes me angry. As the prince of common sense, a lot of times this doesn't make sense. Home Depot is a great example. They are, for the most part. 100% self-checkout. They've got four people watching you self-checkout, mm-hmm. right? Uh, just talking to themselves on their phones. And they you they have a line that blocks traffic, usually in front of the tool section where the self-checkout is. Mm-hmm. So if the idea is to move things along, and now and we're still paying the same price to do their jobs. Absolutely. Yep. So none of it makes sense. Like if you're doing it to speed things along, Mm-hmm. You're doing the opposite because that's not our job. We don't do this for a living. And we don't move fast at all. I got in line the other day and my daughter's like, why aren't we going through self-checkout? I said, because I don't feel like being an employee today. I want somebody else to ring up my stuff. The, the pain for bags oh. doesn't make any sense to me. I know don't it's all for the started. environment. <laughs> but if it's for the environment, then just don't offer bags at all. Don't get me started on those bags. So you charge people 10 cents a bag. If it's my company, I'm picking up the tab for that 10 cents because it's branding. You don't want your customers walking into Safeway with a Walmart bag. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. Right? That's not how they look at it. But if you're Safeway, you do want them walking into a Walmart with a Safeway bag. Exactly. (laughs) So pay the 10 cents. Pick up the tab. You know? I mean, it's gotten kind of silly. All right. Fantasy football season is here for most of us. It's very exciting times, uh, me included, in that. I've got two more drafts next week, one being a super flex uh, league where you can play two quarterbacks. Uh, Our buddy Brandon Kravitz, he is the know-it-all when it comes to this kind of stuff. So he's going to join us once again with the what would be final week for us fantasy football players to get our draft before the regular season starts uh, next week. So six days, I believe. Mm -hmm. Six days, seven days. All right. So we'll talk to Brandon here next. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. I had to find somebody, search long and hard, far and wide, to talk fantasy football with me because nobody else wants to. So I find somebody that knows more than I do, which is a bonus. You know, I still got two drafts coming up next week, one being a super flex league, which, of course, you know what that is, mm-hmm. Nikki. I do not know what that is. I didn't think you did. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> yeah, you had to teach me that Enlighten me. Uh, what's where you take two quarterbacks? You can play two quarterbacks. Okay. Yeah. And then what are you getting for a touchdown then for per quarterback, four or six? Well, it depends if they run or pass. Well, anyway. the passing is yeah. what I meant. Over my head. Uh, Fantasy Bites podcast at Rotowire, uh, at Brandon Kravitz on the Twitter and in the Instagram. He uh, hosts uh, In the Zone weekdays from 3 to 6 p. East uh, on 96.9 The Game in Orlando. Brandon Kravitz, the know-it-all. Uh, people loved you last week, especially me. How are you, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing great. Right. We'll, get you, we'll, get, we'll get you all the info you need, Nikki, so that you can rock the leagues that – 
I get you're just gonna take them by storm. I can see it. Why? Thank you. She's got yeah. a week, and like I'm telling her, like you can just go sign up for a free one, or you know, or something yeah. like that, or or jump in with me on the uh, Odyssey one that I've got a I've got a draft. I have no problem. Beginners, also, yeah, beginners luck is a real thing, and we'll, we'll get you it? just enough info to where you can kind of like mm-hmm. think your way through it. Okay. We had friends that would draft their league based off of names of the players that sounded like they were cats. <laughs> I remember that. That's good. <laughs> I remember that. And, and they won. Wow. <laughs> good strategy. So the my, my wife this year is going to draft players just based on how she can name her team after after Taylor Swift. That's yeah, a That's a thing. to be. That's a thing. A viral thing on TikTok. So the uh, going into the final week of fantasy football drafts before the regular season starts, uh, the ADP's been tweaked just a little bit, uh, at least with the top 10, actually the top 20, because you have players like Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup now that have asterisks and question marks after him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the latest one being Cooper Cup. He's dealing with a hamstring injury. This is a guy that missed a lot of time last year with a high ankle sprain. He's entering 30 years old, which is young to society. It is old to the wide receiver position right. in the NFL. So when you get when you see 30 next to a wide receiver and then a serial grouping of injuries, it's not a good sign. Cooper Cup at his best is the most valuable receiver you can have in fantasy football. But if he can't play, then what what's he really worth at the end of the day? So to me, he falls out of the first round, but still somebody that I'd be willing to take a stab on in the middle of round two. Because if it does work, uh, your your team's going to be better for it. And the fact that you got him at that spot. Jonathan Taylor, that's a whole other story. Because I thought he was going to get traded by the Indianapolis imposed deadline. It didn't happen. He's still on the team. And I don't know if it's because he's disgruntled, because they're trying to save his value, or if his ankle is actually hurt. But he's going to miss the first four weeks of the season no matter what. They've put him on the pup list. Uh, which means it's the physically unable to perform list. And once you're on that list at the beginning of the season, you have to miss the first four weeks. So even if they traded him somewhere else right now, he would still have to miss that time. Uh, So most likely you're not getting Jonathan Taylor back until after a month. And then um, my guess is probably by the trade deadline, which is actually on Halloween this year. And I've seen that's the optimistic view. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, pre uh, four weeks out, news taking Jonathan Taylor at the end of the second or in the middle of the second round. And as much as I love him, I just don't like the team this year. One, the Colts, but two, it's just too risky. Same with cup. And then you got to look at the quarterback situation and I'm a Matthew Stafford fan, but you know, he's, he's, he's about done and his elbow. We haven't heard anything about it. You know, people are, you know, the, the sexy pick for the Rams would be Van Jefferson you know, but like, is 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 Stafford going to be there for every single game? Who knows? Stetson Bennett's definitely not ready, so it could be just a bust all all together with that. So it shakes up the ADP lineup for players that, especially if you're if you're fantasy football players that just go, you know, by what the ADP is, average draft position, uh, and then comes the argument of arguably two of the best running backs in a in in a, in a tier all by themselves which would be Christian McCaffrey with the 49ers and Austin Eckler with the San Diego Chargers. I've actually seen Eckler bump McCaffrey because Kyle Shanahan opened up his big mouth and said that he wouldn't be using him this year as much as he did last year. Yeah, sure. I don't believe him. (laughs) How about that? That's good. (laughs) Um, 
Uh, that's what coaches want to say that stuff. But hey, let's preserve this guy for the playoffs. And then you get in the thick of a football game and you use your best players because you want to win that day. And Christian McCaffrey is their best player on offense. So they can say that all day. It sounds nice. Just like you'll hear uh, Justin Fields coach say, we're not going to run him as much. Okay. You need that first down. Let's talk about it in the middle of the game. <laughs> it, it it all sounds good, but I never believe that. Now, if you want to take Austin Eckler ahead of, of Christian McCaffrey, just based on merit and what he's done the last two years, I have no problem with that, but don't let coach speak sway you in terms of how you have these guys ranked. And there's still the idea that Elijah Mitchell will be the Eliza Elijah Mitchell that everybody thought he was going to be me included, uh, which we have yet not to see. Uh, so, you know, working him in and taking snaps away from Christian McCaffrey, I like you, Brandon, I don't buy it either at all. But, but that's not really that bad of a thing. I, I also think that's one of those factors. We hear that this guy over here is going to take work from the starter. You kind of want that to be the case. If Christian McCaffrey is getting all the touches with San Francisco, you probably wouldn't have him by week 11. That's a little bit too much. You want What you want are high-value touches. You want Christian McCaffrey getting the ball when they're inside the 20. You want him catching enough passes to support that week for you in fantasy. You don't want him to be running to the ground. So there is that fine line. That's where these running back tandems, it's not really, I don't view it as problematic. As long as one guy is clearly better than the other, it's it's more of a help than it is uh, any sort of deterrent in terms of the way that I view them going into the season. I go back, I'll give you an example. The first year of Adrian Peterson's career, he shared the backfield with a guy by the name of Chester Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone at the time going, I don't know if you can take Adrian Peterson, exciting player, but he's got Chester Taylor there. Well, Chester Taylor sucked. And that, <laughs> so at some point, you know, you get, the cream rises to the top mm. and, and players that are explosive. That's why I love speed. I love breakaway touchdowns because then you only need a few touches in order to get it done. And McCaffrey's that guy. Bite your tongue. I still I like McCaffrey. Bite your tongue, Brandon. I still wear my Chester Taylor jersey everywhere I go. <laughs> it is day. All right, so here we go. Superflex. Uh, I've got uh, my Superflex draft. It's a lot more difficult because quarterbacks go early. So you take that normal ADP of Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Christian McCaffrey, Kelsey, uh, Eckler, and, and those players. You kind of throw that out the window because the – top-tier quarterbacks are going to go first, most likely. Not everybody picks that way. But I'm sitting in the 10 spot in a 12-team league. Those quarterbacks most likely will be gone, leaving me the opportunity to take a top-tier player, uh, probably not a Justin Jefferson, but maybe a Kelsey, who knows. How would you do that knowing that you're wrapping back around quickly and possibly could get like a third-tier quarterback? So I, th- my final draft also coming up on Tuesday. So the day after Labor Day and it's a super flex as well. Um, and I'm so I'm, I'm thinking through a lot of these same strategies. I love the strategy and the, the planning that goes into the quarterback position of super flex leagues. You're in an interesting spot. You said you draft 10th. Yeah. So, so what you can't do is leave the, the first two rounds, those back-to-back picks uh, you can't leave without one quarterback. So Correct. you have to have it sort of locked in your head. You're definitely taking one, but I wouldn't avoid taking the value that's going to fall to you because the first five picks in that draft most likely are going to be quarterbacks, which means you're going to end up with a Kelsey, a McCaffrey, um, Jamar Chase, 
you could end up with one of those players. So I would take best quarterback available, probably going to be somewhere in the range of like Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence paired with Austin Eckler or something like that would be a great way to start your draft. Yeah. And then get Brock Purdy, who I'm big on this year towards the are so big on Purdy. I love the underdog. I think they play. I think they're better football players because no one expected them to be good. Oh, God, Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah, like he's really got a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> it's 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 all about the psych with me versus how much they're getting. You pay a player, they ain't playing well that year. <laughs> they're just not. You get a quarter. Go ahead. Yeah. I would say the, the guy to target, if you go, I'm going to take a quarterback in the first round and then I'll kind of wait a couple of rounds. Sam Howell of the Washington Commanders fits that billing of what you're talking about perfectly. And he can run around a little bit. He's not getting paid anything. He's got a couple of good wide receivers to throw the ball to. So he'll be fighting for his NFL life. I think he kind of fits, doesn't have the name value of Brock Purdy, but they're kind of the same guy. So my rule be doing this for so many years is I don't take a quarterback who just got married or just had a kid. Oh. That's okay. a lot of work I got to do. They, they just don't play as well. Okay. History shows. And, and I don't know. I might, that might I be think right. that checks out. Definitely the kid thing. Right. He's got a lot going on. This and is the, like that Matthew McConaughey movie where he like sets sports lines. And the second one is uh, I don't take third-year running quarterbacks. I think Justin Fields is in his third year, second, third year. Oh, that's rough to be a running quarterback. And, and, and it's the Cam Newton theory as they try to change the way they play the position and keep them in the pocket which confuses them and they <laughs> suck, you know, until they can, it's like an out, al- it's like a band that releases their first album. That's what the record label tells them to do. They come out with the second album, they do what they want to do and it flops. So they go back to the third album and they do it the way that their fans want it based off the fir- thir- first album and it goes double platinum. Makes I sense. love this. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, we all need to have our own theories. <laughs> Otherwise, you just kind of get lost in a sea of names. Right. And that helps you. I wish that it showed up with that. Like if there was like a little baby emoji. <laughs> in the to help me figure that out. A pregnant Outside wife. Of watching quarterbacks on Netflix. I don't know who's had babies recently. At Brandon Kravitz on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow him, ask him questions. Listen to his podcast, Fantasy Bites Podcast at Rotowire. Uh, love having you on, dude. Love having these conversations. Thanks so much. Have a great Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk to you next week, all right? All right. You guys do the same. Good luck in your draft this weekend. You too, brother. See ya. Bye-bye. What a great dude. I love yeah. him. I wonder how many people I bored with that, but either way. So I'm 11 of 12. What's my sexy pick in a PPR league? No, we don't have time for that. Well, <laughs> you can tell me off the air. I'll tell you. Well, and then ask me off the air. Stop. Maybe I get a chance. Maybe so I. Else so when we started this show this morning, most likely a lot of you are not weren't here at six a.m. So I'm going to blow your minds again. <laughs> We're going to try this again and see if it goes the way that it was supposed to go at six a.m. Let me turn my microphone off. Your mind will be blown, <laughs> and you can use it all weekend long, and you will be a brainiac rock star. We'll do that here next. Thank. You. All right, let me find it. I'm going to blow your minds. <laughs> if you're listening, like if you've been listening for three hour, three and a half hours, then just pretend like this is the first time you heard this tune. <laughs> and you guys play along. Don't do what you did earlier. I don't do anything earlier. Nobody listened to the show. They don't know what happened. <laughs> My mother texts me this morning. Everyone is 2023 today. Add your age plus the year you were born. It comes up to 2023. doesn't matter what the age is. It makes no sense to me. It can't work for everybody. 
That's your age <laughs> plus the year that you were born. Nice. Boom. Age born. Uh, and you're you're playing along too. Yep. <laughs> and okay. Your mother is right. <laughs> well, wow, you're a lot faster this time with your math than you were earlier. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna leave it right there, and I'm gonna move on with something else to see if anyone has comments on it. Okay. Everyone is 2023 today. It's a it's an anomaly. Mm. How does that work? That is crazy. <laughs> it's kind of like the the solstice and then the broom stands on its end. You heard it that is one? nutso and the butso, man. It is just bizarre. I don't think that's where you're supposed to put them. <laughs> Add your age plus the year you were born, and then you get twenty. Everybody will get twenty twenty three. All right, a live listen to Nikki D doing. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm 41. I was born in 1980. I carry the one. No, 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 no. I don't carry the one. I add the two. And then X, if X equals no. MC squared. So the square root of 41 would be, oh, okay. It would be pi. And then you take pi and divide it by the footage of my apartment. <laughs> I just want to be accurate. And like, if you have to sharpen a pencil in the middle of that math equation, you're doing something wrong. Oh, uh, because I'm African-American, this is weighted. So <laughs> <four>. <laughs> All right, so I posted a video last night, and I'm getting half-and-half uh, half feedback on here. Some people uh, don't understand it, and the other people quite understand it. Um but do you guys are you guys familiar with the Lachoy stir fry? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It comes in a, a, a giant blue can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's two cans in one. Yes. And it's separated by this uh, blue like uh, plastic, and then you you peel it off, and the top pops off, and that has the hard noodles in it. Yep. And then the bottom has got all the vegetables and the meats and stuff in it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not that familiar. I've never bought it. I just know what it is. Okay. It. I've been eating this stuff since like I was born. Right. Okay. It's been available anywhere I've lived. It's always there. It's like that one thing in the grocery store, no matter where you go, as far it. as location, geography, state, whatever, they have it. Mm-hmm. It is a staple in every grocery store. So last night, my wife and I were going to the gym, and I said, hey, what's for dinner tonight? And she says, well, you know, I don't know. Um, I was like, what do we got? Like I got some snap peas and something else, <laughs> and I, and so I'm I'm trying to be clever. I know I gotta stop doing that, and I'm like, okay, we'll go to the grocery store afterwards. Uh huh. So I wasn't gonna, you know, you know, like that little thing you'll do with you know maybe a friend or significant other or something. Like you'll kind of be on a mission and you want them to guess what you're doing and then try to figure it out. And when they figure it out, they go, oh, that's a good idea. Right. <laughs> okay. I've done that. So that's what I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. All right. So we go to the grocery store, get our little buggy, and we're putzing through. And uh, and I go to the first. I go to the meat section, and I get the chicken strips that are already cooked in the bag. Okay, gotcha. Okay, which by the way have gotten really expensive. Oh, yeah. So we load it up, and, and we get a couple bags of those. And uh, and she auto then she just goes. She goes. Oh, you want me to do stir fry? So she knows. So she like spoil alert. Oh, she dang. busted me. She got that quick. Yeah, it wasn't I very. I would have been trying to figure out what we were eating. <laughs> but I was on a mission. This was my grocery trip, not hers. Okay. I was picking all the stuff out. I knew exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted the shiitake mushrooms. Yep. We're gonna add that because you add stuff to it. Mm-hmm. You add stuff to the giant blue can. Going back to the blue can. So I go down to the can aisle with the vegetables. It's not in there. 
It's not in that section. I'm like, oh, it's probably it's in the ethnic section, you know, where they have the it's where you find the black olives. Yeah. Like the black olives are always in the odd spot of the, the grocery store. Yeah. So I go and you got the the Asian and you got the 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 Mexican and then you go down the aisle. So I'm in the Asian section, the Oriental section, whatever it's called, whatever is politically correct, Chinese food. And uh and they got all the they got all this stuff. They got juices and noodles and whatnot. They don't have the blue can. Oh. It did not they had the hard noodles by uh-huh. LaCroix. But they didn't have the blue can. My mind was blown that the Safeway did not carry that. And did you ask somebody who works there? I did they not. Were out of stock? Yeah, they've got some other weird things that aren't there, too, that are like, this is a national brand. Every store has this. Right. Like my corned beef hash. It, that, I thought of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Corned beef hash. Because we've had this conversation before. But not being able <laughs> I'm like... Let me get. Well, I didn't ask anybody to answer your question. Okay. Because what I was afraid of, I was going to ask somebody and they were going to give me the COVID answer. Oh, yeah. We just don't have enough people to stock it. <laughs> it's somewhere. <laughs> Probably in the back, still on pallets. Ever since the pandemic, we stopped carrying it. <laughs> Out from the back. <laughs> we heard it's from Wuhan. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we don't want our stir fry cooked in a lab. So, what are people online beating you up about? So, the uh, California two peers. Mm hmm. They were saying we don't we do all of our food fresh here. Oh, the old not out of a can. Yeah. We only cook Got real you. food. And then I was I was geo shamed. We don't mm-hmm. do that here. Oh, <laughs> right. We we don't we don't we don't have those cans here. <laughs> Why don't you go back to the south, you redneck? Where it's lowbrow. Where 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 you can buy your food in a can. <laughs> right. So I was getting some of that, and then I was getting the like, OMG, are you serious? They don't have that? Doesn't ever, you know, so I had the people mm-hmm. that understood yeah. what I was coming from. It was okay. the big LaCroix debate yesterday on my social media. My favorite was walk it off, but he should have spelled it W-O-K. Yeah, very <laughs> He missed an opportunity there. So you know what? I caught myself with my hashtags. <laughs> I had a couple hashtags I was going to go, and I was like, uh, read the room. Uh, I know I'm going to get some side eyes if I go to work tomorrow from the sensors. I was like, oh, I don't even do it. But here's the here's the kicker out of the whole thing. I have such bad OCD that, you know, I plan everything. Like, so I planned my grocery store visit and my dinner. Mm -hmm. And this is like at three thirty in the afternoon. So I had a plan when I went in there. And I knew exactly where I was going and what I was buying. Right. And because my OCD is so bad. That when the blue can wasn't there, you changed the whole meal. No, I just threw I, I everything off. I, I didn't know what to do. So, oh. like, I had to tag out. So my wife takes control. <laughs> and you know, bless her heart, she knows what's going on. And she goes, mm-hmm. "I got this. I got you." She's Aww. like, "Just, just, just grab onto the buggy and follow me." <laughs> grab onto the buggy. <laughs> you go, Rain Man. Just about. <laughs> when I, throughout the entire shopping trip, I'm telling, I'm like, I'm really upset about this. I'm really. <laughs> I'm writing a letter to we the CEO. We watched Wapner at 3 o'clock. I'm, I'm, I'm re- she goes, I know, honey. I know. We're going to make it happen, and we're going to make it work. <laughs> but she made a delicious meal, nonetheless. All right, fourth round of headlines. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you what necklace was booed at a reveal. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. Any last-minute calls, comments, concerns, uh, anything on the text machine, same number, 916-909-0985. Wrap things up. Get out for a long weekend here in a minute. Hey. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Fourth and final round of headlines. Thanks to good guys heating and air. Good guys heating cooling.com. 
Make you dig. A new necklace at a horror attraction doesn't please the crowd. H4. And this Nobu necklace can reduce your chance of being spooked by monsters in the scare zones. This is perfect for families with kids and newbies who don't want to be scared. <laughs> Each fall, California theme park Knott's Berry Farm transforms into Knott's Scary Farm. And this event is so huge across Southern California that hundreds of people come to attend a live preview of what's to come when they set it up. One of the new things that they rolled out, and this is according to the Los Angeles Times, is a no-boo necklace, which means it's only $14.99. If you're wearing this necklace around the park, the characters and things that are walking around to scare you, they won't bother you with this necklace. On. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I think it is, too, because if you don't want to be scared, don't, don't go. go. Yeah, but yeah. you're taking your kids. Uh, I'm for it. But why are you taking your kids if you know they're going to be scared? Because maybe that's the only, listen, maybe that's the only time you have to get vacation. To get to take your kids there, but that—that's what you got to figure out. You have to figure out either to find vacation or you don't go this year. Exactly. So how how logistically is that going to work? You're going through the haunted maze field or whatever mm-hmm. their gimmick is, and you don't have a no boo necklace on, but your kid or your wife has one on. So that means that they're not going to scare you either because exactly. you're attached yeah. to them. Yep. So why go? Because you're going for your kids. You're not going for your kids if they're scared. You need to take them somewhere else. Yes, there are places to go that are kid-friendly for Halloween. Right, go apple picking or get a pumpkin or something. Yeah, get in the hayride. And, right, you know, don't go to a scary exhibit like, if your kids are scared. Disney, Disney does uh, like uh, a not-so-scary Halloween, and it's great, you know, how they do it for the kids. You know, but, you know, just don't go. Don't go. You have to sacrifice what you do as a parent. You sacrifice your good times mm-hmm. for the benefit of the kids. What I'm saying is you're taking the kids for more. than It's not just a scary place. It's not like you're going to a haunted house and saying, oh, we don't want the kids to be scared at the haunted house. You're going to an amusement park. You guys are off on this one. No. We're, well, how about this? How about I pitch an idea to have a no kid necklace? <laughs> Can I do that? Am I? Do I have a right to do that? Since we're gonna do all these little things, exactly. No, that's not the same. Saying. This that's is a false equivalence. This is not for kids. It's not for kids. Knott's Berry Farm is for kids. Yes, the the scary part is not. Knott's Berry Farm is an amusement park. It it has water slides and all kind of things. That's where you take your kids. That's when they they're... conform it into scary. Keep your kids at home. I want to go. I want to be scared. I want the characters looking at me like, oh, she got on a necklace tonight. Okay, I could scare her. No. You, you do understand that there's a difference, right? It's all throughout the park that the scares are happening. Yeah, at a certain time, yes. yes. Yeah, but maybe, again, that's the only time you can get the vacation for the kids. That's take not take them somewhere That's else. not my problem. My Your kids are not my problem. But how are my kids affecting you? You're not with my kids. What if I'm behind you in line, <laughs> and now I don't get to get scared? <laughs> Because your pansy-ass kid has a boo ne- no boo necklace on. Right. So, so that's the, how I'm affected. Yeah, because the person's going to just go somewhere else and just steer clear of the whole area because they see that necklace. Because it glows in the dark. The same way I'm affected when I go to the mall and people with strollers think that they own both sides of the walkway. And they can just cut through traffic and cut you off. And you're, you're supposed to bow down because they've got a stroller with a baby in it. <laughs> It is the same. People with kids feel entitled. In some situations, you are. In this one, no. Yeah, I, I mean, the kid's gonna fall off the cliff. Grab the kid, right? 
But right? you know what Nelson's talking? Well, oh, it's all about me. It's all about my kids. That's the only time I got you. I, 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 I don't care about you and your kids. Well, I don't care about you, and you're not getting scared in your Manobu necklace. See, but the, the, you—that's where you're missing the point. <laughs> They're changing it because of people like you. People like you are ruining the world. Oh, you're you're right. trying to change everything to super serve yourself. It's this narcissistic wave that people have going. Well, I think it's a great idea because it super serves me. But it's been going on probably for decades yep, and been just fine. And now you're ruining Halloween. But it was that one pansy-ass parent that complained, and then some pansy-ass person in corporate thought it was a good idea. Boo necklaces. They're out. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I know. We don't have time. Well, hold on real quick. Hey, Dino Mike, how are you, buddy? All right. How about you guys? Good, good, you good. Pep up, Dino Mike. I know. We we've got to run. I just wanted to. Tell, I just didn't want you to keep calling and, and and letting the phone ring. So I just want to make sure you're okay. You're gonna have a good Labor Day weekend, right? Yes, I am. Okay. You're not happy. One of these days, you're gonna call us with a smile. Yeah, you're gonna be perky. It's a long weekend. You don't have school on Monday. You get to do a party or do whatever it is that you do at the house. Maybe get out of the room. Maybe your mom won't lock the door. Right. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe. You got, you got any big plans for Labor Day weekend? Probably just watch TV. Yeah. Aww. Anything in particular on TV? Porn? That porn you watch? Yeah. Octopus porn? No, we don't get porn channels on my TV. Yeah. I bet you, you dig into your mom's background. She's into that kind of stuff, too. Oh. I don't know. They say kinks yeah. are genetic. Kinks? Kinks are genetic, yes. Kinkiness. Yeah, like the th- the weird stuff you're into, they say it is passed on. Yeah, I, I buy into that. I sure. do too. I buy into that. All right, well, look, uh, Dino Mike, we got to run. I got to tell you, man, you know, I love having you on the show, and I love when you call, but we're just having an exciting argument, uh-huh. and you call in and you just kind of put the brakes on anything because you just always sound so damn sad. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, moving forward, we're really going to have to do, I mean, this is at the end of the show. We're supposed to leave one, you know, the hit, right? Nothing but a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you call in always at the end of the show, and you bring everybody down, so you got to change that. Or I just can't take your phone call anymore. I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't mean to sound sad. I just do. <laughs> You know what? We already got one guy who cries on this show, Dino Mike. Yeah. I said, t- talk with a smile. So promise me this. Next time you call and every time from here on out, you call and you just put the biggest smile on your face. Okay, I can try. <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Magoo. I feel like he's not going to try. We've tr- That's him trying. We've, oh. we've done this experiment before, right? Smile as big as you can, Dino Mike. As big as you can, even if it feels uncomfortable. Tell me when you're there. Okay. No, there's no way you're smiling. <laughs> okay, okay. See, look at there that. There you go. Look yeah. at that. Good right. job. All right, buddy. Have a good weekend, all right? All right. All right, we'll see you. I mean, I just can't. Yeah. All right, quickly on the text yeah, machine. Yeah, I say, I have to get this one out. You guys got me so good with year of birth and age thing. I was half paying attention while working and stupidly told my coworker like it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> the look I got will haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Love the show. <laughs> Whoever that is, you're welcome. <laughs> Have a safe uh, trip, Nikki D, to Vegas. Thank you. Thank you so much. Enjoy yourself out there. Good luck at the at the whatever it is that you gamble with. I'm going to Blackjacks. Oh, well, Feeling lucky. Just mm, one mm, of them. Like, just one Jack. Is there okay. a place called Blackjacks? <laughs> no, just, just there's numerous tables, but <laughs> is that a strip club? We refer to it singular. <laughs> I'm going to play Blackjack. Oh, just yes, one just one Jack. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, heading out to Tahoe. 
Wish me luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck. I'll be doing my thing out there. And well, you Nelson, don't need luck gambling. You're already a pro. Uh, well, that doesn't mean I don't need luck. <laughs> and Nelson, we wish safe travels to Rockland. Yeah, I don't think we don't have time to cover Nelson. So. <laughs> it's just time to get out for a weekend. Uh, because I live close to and I'm in Rockland often, uh-huh. I would suggest you put on your itinerary the home goods <laughs> in Rockland because it is one of the best. <laughs> So if you do get a chance to venture out from whatever it is that you plan on doing, try the home goods. That might be a little above my pay grade. You got a TJ Maxx, Marshalls? Uh, At Listen to the BS, give us a like, share, follow, please, at The Bailey Show on YouTube. Become a subscriber to our channel. We released another uh, episode of the BS Uncensored earlier this week. And then FBI Fridays, which is a really good one with the special victims and trafficking and all that stuff. And how you can help. And a local story on there as well. So the video version uh, of that is there. The audio version always on the Odyssey app, thebaileyshow.com, and where you can get your podcast. Look, I know you're going to be doing some drinking this weekend, especially the long Labor Day weekend. I understand. I get it. If you've had too much, please don't get behind the wheel of a car. I've lost way too many friends like that. And we will talk to you next week. Hippa! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. Not listen.